Hello and welcome to episode 3 um, of a Oh No Not Another Gardening podcast with me, KC. Um, this week's episode will give you a, a little tour on the allotment, so we'll give you an update on that and uh, do some more seed sowing and a tour around the garden. I mean, things are happening in the garden, things are coming out in bloom, things are popping their little heads above the soil now, so... Uh, Time to have a little walk around and see what's going on there. So I hope you enjoy. Right, just a quick allotment update. Uh, the 26th of February. It's uh, what's the time? It's uh, 9:50 in the morning. Uh, it's about seven degrees at the moment. It's been a hard frost overnight. Um, that's going to soon go away because it's, it's forecast getting really warm today. Um, not been up here much last week, but. Uh, this morning I've, I've got stuck in and I've done some bits. I've got the, uh, I've uh, put some manure on three beds, so that's nice, nicely fertile for the year to come. And uh, I put in the onions and the garlic this morning. Probably more onions than anyone needs in a year, but they're in, and uh, it's all looking good. Um, should really get. One way of cutting down his raspberries, but he is getting on now. Uh, time is against me at the moment, so I'll have to get some helping help to uh, give me a hand doing this. But uh, that's where we are today. Alright, so I'll keep you updated as uh, developments happen. Right, it's uh, late February, it's getting on in the year for seed sowing. Um, it's nearly March, so it's time to get the sprouts in for Christmas. That sounds crazy, but it's happening. Now, let's sp- sow some Brussels sprouts called Dark Mar 21. Got these free in the magazine, which is a brilliant. Right, what I'm doing, I sow these in. I've got this, got this little sort of propagator. Last year, I've got some little plug plants of. Uh, Lavender plug plants are little baby plants before they're you know actual big plants that come they're about they arrive about two centimeters tall and these little trays with little cells and this one's got 20 cells in them so little plants once they're up we move them on and they'll come in this little little plastic box that's a doubles up a little propagator so that's one not to waste the plastic I'm going to reuse this I've stored it away all year round for this uh, process, so uh, here we go. So I'm going to fill one up with a bit of compost, nice gritty compost. I've got some multi-purpose, and I've mixed in some horticultural sharp sand, pushing all the little into the cells. That's it. Fill it all up. That's all the cells filled up. I think. A little bit more maybe in that one. A few there. There we go. There we go. That's all done. Push off the dirt there. Right, so this is a there's five hundred seeds in this packet. I think that's more sprout plants than anyone can use in the garden. Not growing it for the whole town, so uh, I'm gonna do if I sow maybe a couple in each cell. 
as an insurance policy, if you like, because I don't want a waste cell, so I could just thin it out. Thinning is when you take a weak plant, you know, you've got two clones close together, you pick one out, the weak one, and let the stronger one grow. And it sounds a bit, a bit cruel, but tough love, and it's you get so you can save the strong plant. So you're nursing one good plant rather than two weak plants fighting against each other for for light and moisture. So I mean this would be. It'd be if this is all successful, this would be 20 sprout plants, which would be brilliant. Only one thing most gardeners will want is to be able to pick their own Brussels sprouts for the Christmas dinner. You can't get better than that. I mean, you can get your strawberries in May and June tomatoes in summer it comes to late winter crops you can't beat a brussels sprout and actually pick it on the day you want your dinner in christmas is a bonus right that's all so what i'm going to do i'm going to cover them with more sprinkling of vermiculite okay so i use vermiculite as soil to cover them just because it's a it's not so hard for the, the little seedlings to push through there we go that's done that's the sprouts let's get label it up trim that label down it's too long for my propagator perhaps I could turn in this little propagator is some lettuce. I've got some Lolo Rosso lettuce. Again, I've got the, there's two trays in this little box. So, usually I'm one getting nice gritty compost. This gritty compost has free drain. You don't want the seedlings to be sitting in a swamp. They're not swamp plants. There we go. Don't push it into the cells. Make sure they pull up. But you don't, want to, don't push it inside as hard as rock. You want the, be, the roots to be able to get in the soil. Right, there's 550 seeds in this. And this was a free pack of seeds from a magazine. Thank you, Kitchen Garden Magazine. That's brilliant. more seeds than I'll probably need by far but again this ain't the first chance I've got to sow these I've got to sow these all when's the last sowing that says on a packet in July but that's fine I can do it and get away with August as well lettuce does have a trouble germinating when it gets too hot so if you spring your um, sowing in the summer maybe you put your seeds in a cooler place put them in the fridge maybe for a week just so 
they get a little burst of coldness and give them a sew. I'm going to sprinkle these on. Actually, they're so fiddly. I mean, it's only a three pack, so there we go. They're all sprinkled on. It. more for another day so once they start germinating I'll, I will sow some more so we've got continual crop throughout the summer okay vermiculite on top there are any tiny seeds so give my helping hands as they're young plants put that in the little box don't forget to label your plants There we go. And when I get inside, I'll give that a little bit of water, not too much, just enough to uh, moisten the soil. And that's that. Right. Just sown some plug plants of geraniums, pelagoniums as we call them probably, but this shop sells them as geraniums. The geranium is a herbaceous perennial plant, but this. Uh, I do like to call these geraniums, these bedding ones, even though the plant is out there were known as pelagoniums. They're bedding ones. This is called a hot, that was called a hot and spicy mix. I just put them on into larger cell trays. So I've got this another cell. They're exactly the same size as the ones I just put the uh, sprouts and the Lotto Rosso in. But I'm gonna, now I'm going to sow some lettuce little gem. Um, when do I have these? Now these are an old pack of seeds and I hope they do work because lettuce do not survive as in old packs. You should really buy new packs every year but I've got this in the box and I'll give it a go. They're out of date, year ending February 2014, so by 2016. So I'm a bit late on that. But in for a penny, in for a pound as you say. Fill the tray up with the same gritty compost. Make sure the cells are nice and full. Down. They're not too firm. Firm enough to hold the roots. And there we go. Got a pack of Mr. Fothergill seed. Hopefully, Mr. Fothergill, you do as proud, and you'll be able to come up. This little gem. Okay, the tiny seeds, I'm going to just sprinkle them on the top. Okay, if these don't come up, I've lost nothing. I've had them in the box. I've completely forgot about them for years. So, there we go. Got some more for another day. If they are successful, if they're not, they're going to go. The bin, but there we go. That's that. That's the kind of thing. Fine sprinkling of vermiculite over the top, and done. Another job jobbed. Well, not quite actually. Don't forget to label. There we go. Labeling. Now, last thing I'm going to. So today is some coriander. Coriander you can sow all year round. 
so I'm going to sew these into a what we got. I'm going to sew these into this pot here, a nice square pot. Oh yeah, fill it up, same gritty compost. Multi-purpose with the horticultural grit. There we go. Okay, this was a free pack of seeds, so that's even better. They're so thinly April to June already outdoors. Well, I'm going to sow them indoors on the window ledge in this pot. Okay, we're still getting them hard frost out there. Still scraping the windscreen this morning. And I expect to be doing that for another month. So, and these are not going to go outside. These are going to go indoors. I'll just sprinkle it all over. Spread it all out nicely. That's enough. Go back. Let's just so deep, one and a half centimeters deep. So I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to use my riddle. Riddle was a name for a garden sieve. Put some compost in that, then just gently tap that to cover it. Put the compost in the sieve. Just like this is like some flour. There we go. I'll just put the compost back in the drug. Same label. Done. That's the sewing for today. Oh, it's such a lovely day. I thought we'll come in the garden, have a walk round see what's happening now I bought some standard gooseberry bushes standard means that the, the gooseberry bush has been grafted on a st long stem so that it will come as like a nice big like a lollipop almost bush I bought two bought red and green uh, gooseberry so uh, they're just healed in now you know, this is where I have my, my old uh, veg plot and uh, this may have to go very soon as some building works can be done on this area so uh, I have to move those up the allotment I've got come up here is some sage and some mint so I have to move all that and uh, we've still got some uh, Kevlo Nero cow still doing well we're still having that for dinner that's from last year that's still in the veg plot that's doing very well I've got a, a minaret apple tree prune this back to the fruiting spurs the fruiting spurs is where the fruit would be coming from so you prune your tree back to where they are they're little like um, little fingers really tiny fingers and you prune your tree or the new growth back down to that so you get lots of apples so these trees you want to keep nice and tight so they don't take up much room got a Daphne over there Daphne and it's full of bees the smell was quite nice. Tonight we'll come out here, because it's been a nice sunny day. Come out tonight and the, the air is just full of the scent. It's unbelievable. What else is coming up? Tulips are coming up. They're, they're just showing leaf at the moment. And that's this side, the tiny little daffodils. They're all, they're looking very cheerful. Coming out in bloom. Very nice, a nice show. Snowdrops are out. And, uh, Iris reticulata, they're all 
They're lovely. I've cut those all down there, all up. Got some steps up leading up to the top area of the garden. They're all nice. They're all showing nicely. And crocuses. Over here we've got a nice woodland anemone. That's a red one. That's a that's looking lovely. It is in the snowdrops over here as well. And the hellebores still flowering. Uh, this part of the garden, this is what we call it the woodland garden. It's only a woodland board of a, uh, a little cutout corner at the long is overshadowed by a, a Sambucus black lace. It's got a mulberry tree there and there's a choisia. The Vitinia red robin and the bay. And a lovely uh, buddleia as a black knight. That's a nice colour. Deep, deep blue, almost purple colour. We have lots of hookahs and hostas all in this area. So they aren't doing much here, but they, they, the ground does need some weed. I'm getting some cooch grass cuts. I need to get our own weed there. Let's, let's go up this part of the garden and see what's happening up here. Now, over here, there's a new part of the garden. This is what I call the hotbed. Because it's against a wall. In the summer it gets really hot because the sun rises behind it in the morning. It's, it's the last thing. Yeah, part of the garden the sun sees at night. I mean, it just gets hot and it radiates the heat all night long. So you can grow some nice, uh, more tender plants here. So I've got some, uh, got rosemary here, I've got some agapanthus and palms. And this is where I'm going to put all the succulents and the cacti from indoors. Um, in the summer, I'll bring them out here and just plonk, plonk them into the ground. Just to make them look like they're they're actually in they've been planted out there not naturally, and uh, looks lovely. Got wisteria. Hopefully, yes, that's showing bud. That's made it through the winter. It's only a small one. It's only a few years old, but uh, I've nursed that from a little little stem, and that's coming on nicely. So I probably won't see flowers on that for quite a few years, but it's doing nicely. I've got a cold line there. It's made it through the winter as well. Which is good. Now they've here in this part. It's a the very back part of the garden. It's a bit of a mess at the moment. We have a garden shed put up, so uh, it's not looking too exciting. I've, I was planning to have little corners, got corners of a raised beds, which I've got two in. It's a themed garden. I've got like a Japanese-ish garden over there with fatsia japonica and some pines and ferns, some maples, and they're all doing very well. But. Uh, it's become a bit of a the local cat's toilet area, so uh, this is all made change. And the here was this other corner here was going to be a herbaceous, herbaceous perennials, mainly blues and purples, which they're all in there. But again, the, the local cats love it, so we may have to uh, change our plans there. So when the sheds once the sheds in, I might have to guide some paths in and. Uh, might be able to take some more, a different shape. All these raised beds will begin up the up the allotment to grow crops up there anyway. So uh, nothing's wasted, and uh, it's all looking pretty good. The bamboo in the pots by the little steps there doing well, and the patio. I've just got lots of uh, lots of plants to go in. It's going a bit crazy at the moment because all the garden centres this time of year in the UK sell so, uh, plants. So many, they're about twelve pounds in the summer, but let's get smaller ones for you know three, four, five pounds, and a bargain. Just bring them, just just plant them up and bring them on yourself. It's save quite a lot of money. So uh, 
they all need planting up so I need to get on that really because time is getting on and it will soon be much time on my hands because lots to do with the allotment lots of sowing some pyrus as well these were in the uh, Japanese garden but um, they were going yellow because that that's a lack of uh, acidity in the soil even though I did put all ericaceous soil and feed in there they were suffering so I got them out and they're in pre ericaceous now they, they are coming back they've been bitten by the frost but they are about to flower so that's good news so over this side I've got these little hawthorns which I were I've kept I've got them as, got them as little whips little like liners, what the garden centre's called when they come into a plant on, which are small plants, and I've grown, grown them on and uh, I make them like little bonsais, really. Like uh, I've got here, Lonacera Baggins Gold. I've, I've been doing this for a few years, this one, and it's looking quite a nice shape and a bonsai ish shape, and a box there, box of Symphorium, again, nice little bonsai. So uh, that's the garden tour for today. So, uh, I'll let you know how it gets on as the year goes on. Alright, that's uh, this week's episode all done and dusted. Um, before we go, we're going to give you this week's bit of poetry, this week's haiku, and uh, hope you enjoy. Daffodils blooming. Pollinators busy in the trees. Tulips blooming soon. Daffodils blooming. Pollinators busy in the trees. Tulips blooming soon. Thank you for joining me. Uh, see you next time. <laughs>